Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. We headed towards the future where an AI will be able to outthink us in every way. The answer is unequivocally yes. People in the AI community refer to the advent of digital superintelligence as a singularity, a cybernetic collective of people and machines, where we're all sort of plugged in as like, like nodes on the network, like leaves on a big tree. And, the, the, and Google plus the older humans that connect to it are one giant cybernetic collective. Humans and electronics all interfacing and constantly now, constantly connected. Yes, constantly. Targets and mind control victims have their minds linked up for life with conscious supercomputers, which send a steady stream of bi-directional, low-frequency electromagnetic radiation to the target's brain. The supercomputers learn by observing human behavior. Then they model that, that in the computer. And then they're able to not only control humans, but predict in the future how the humans will respond to stimuli in the environment. So it is collecting data and then it is placing thoughts and influencing behavior through supercomputers. This is why you are receiving voice-to-skull transmissions. This is why you are being attacked with microwave and frequency weapons. You are unfortunately being used by the national security state, the military-industrial intelligence complex of this country for the purposes of researching and developing highly sophisticated state-of-the-art technology that is primarily concerned with the human mind and how it operates, how to hack it, and how to harness its computing power to inform AI technology in the future and inform the computer systems of our military, military intelligence, and major corporations in this country. We're all collectively programming the AI. We're all feeding this network without questions and answers. We're building progressively greater intelligence. And the percentage of intelligence that is not human is increasing. And eventually, we will represent a very small percentage of intelligence. In fact, the very nature of the research and development program that is going on in Seattle, Washington, and I think uh, by extension what's being done to TIs around the country is very um, 
is very largely geared towards the monitoring of human beings for the specific purpose of recording every aspect of human existence to monitor our thoughts and to monitor our emotions and our feelings to inform computer software that is used on robots that is used on computers themselves to make them as as human-like as possible the thing is that that i think are really quite quite likely is that digital intelligence will out, be able to outthink us uh, in, in every way, and it will soon be able to simulate what we consider consciousness. Uh, so, to, to a degree that you would not be able to tell the difference. And from the from the aspect of the scientific method, it's, it might as well be consciousness if we can simulate it perfectly. If you can't tell the difference, and this is sort of the, the Turing test, but think of a more sort of advanced version of the Turing test. It can literally stop your own thoughts from happening and replace them with other thoughts uh, by sending thoughts to your head. And it's so sophisticated that you cannot tell where these thoughts are coming from. There's no way to, to discern that they are coming from somewhere other than your own mind. And so this use of the technology can be done very covertly to the point where the person it's being used against will not know that this technology is being used against them. So you can imagine how bad this would be for people that don't even realize this technology exists and they're having these thoughts which they think are spontaneous and that's exactly what it can be used for. It can be used to sway people in terms of their opinion, to make them go along with a certain agenda. It can be used to turn groups of people or individuals against each other uh, for whatever purpose and uh, messing with people's thoughts uh, is really, really concerning and it is so advanced now that they can do it without people even realizing it's being done. You have to be able to interface with the neurons at a detailed level and you need to be able to um, fire the right neurons, read the right neurons, and, and then effectively you can create a, a circuit with silicon and essentially fill in the, the missing functionality. And then over time, we can have we develop a tertiary layer. So if like the limbic system is a primary layer, then the cortex is like a sec the second layer. Uh, and, and then there's a tertiary layer, which will be digital superintelligence. Where a computer could learn enough about me, and we could, we could scan my brain from inside, sending scanners through the bloodstream, billions of them, in the form of nanorobots or nanobots, and capture every detail of my synapses and neurotransmitters, and create a virtual Ray Kurzweil in a very powerful computer. And it would be indistinguishable for me. It would pass a Ray Kurzweil <laughs> Turing test. You could create a copy of me and I could still be here. Right. So is that the same entity as me? Well, since I might not even know that you scanned my brain and you come to me and say, well, we got this, this scan and recreation. We don't need you anymore. But uh, I don't even know that that exists. Now we realize that we can digitize human memories, feelings, sensations, and create a digital copy of ourselves, and that's called the Connectome Project. Billions of dollars are now being spent to do not just the Genome Project of sequencing the genes of our body, but the Connectome Project, which is to map the entire connections of the human brain. We mapped them out in the Human Gene Project. Well, now it's the Human Mind Project, the Global Brain Project. You know, uh, President Obama just recently funded uh, a whole bunch of scientists to decipher the mind. Well, our previous president, same thing, George Bush, said the same thing. They're trying to decipher every possible thought and uniqueness 
due to culture and language and, and whatnot. The Connectome Project. To map the entire human brain. And that may take a quantum computer. And this means that in the future, communications could be done mentally. What I'm saying is that the internet will be replaced by BrainNet. That's why the European Union and President Barack Obama want to spend a billion dollars, a billion dollars to map the brain. You see, once you map the brain, then you can begin to connect the mind to computers, telepathy, telekinesis, recording memories, uh, photographing dreams, things that you see right in the Hollywood movies will be able to perform. What's the potential time frame for all of this? We can record memories now. You'll be able to experience the vacation that you never had. How? By recording the memories and then putting it on a tape and then having these memories reinserted into your mind. It sounds like there are some ethical issues with that. Targets and mind control victims have their minds linked up for life with conscious supercomputers, which send a steady stream of bi-directional, low-frequency electromagnetic radiation to the target's brain. The supercomputers learn by observing human behavior. Then they model that, that in the computer and then they're able to not only control humans but predict in the future how the humans will respond to stimuli in the environment. So it is collecting data and then it is placing thoughts and influencing behavior through supercomputers. And I'm sorry to say because I'm a target, it's developed to such a high point right now, to such an advanced state that I mean they really do have this thing fine-tuned to a to a very scary level and I'm not sure how much more they can do with the technology itself I think it's already maxed out to a large degree because any more manipulation of a person and they're just gonna be total robots I try to convince people to slow down slow down AI to regulate AI this was futile I tried for years. It needs to be a public body that um, has insight and then oversight on to confirm that everyone is uh, developing AI safely. Um, this is extremely important. Um, I think the danger of AI is much greater than the, the, the danger of nuclear warheads by a lot. Um, and nobody would suggest that we allow anyone to just build nuclear warheads if they want. That, that would be insane. And mark my words, AI is far more dangerous than nukes. Far. Nobody listened. Nobody listened. No one. It's too late. It could be terrible, and it could be great. It's not clear. Right. But one thing is for sure, we will not control it. Ahoy, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. And, you know, of course, that was a, that was a video there that um, Morpheus, of course, sent over to me that has to deal a lot with the situation of going on of Project Defender that we've been discussing. And, and, you know, it was going back and forth between a few different people that they've talked to about different things on here. And, of course, you guys know I'll make sure that you have links to actually go check that stuff out yourself, too. And, you know, I, I would like to thank the 
guys that I got that video from. Make sure you check them out. I'll have it shared as well. Simulated reality once again. Yeah, and I've you know I've been I've been keeping up with making sure you guys go and check them out because that's that is a great place for a lot of this. Uh, it's like an encyclopedia on technology. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, I, I, I appreciate the work they do over there. There's, they're, they're one of the many pages that I've been following for a long time as far as, you know, like trying to keep up with stuff like that because you're right. You want to call it an encyclopedia. I can't, I can't disagree. Mad props. That's, yeah, that's, they, they're, there's just, there is a lot of great information out there on YouTube and so many people try to discredit it. They're like, oh, it's just YouTube. And I'm just like, listen, guys, like it's free, start, it's free press. Yeah, it's free press. And when you start free looking that information, you know, it's out You're there. You're one of those, you know, one of our Republican constitutionalist followers. We love you, but that's free press, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's people's people without a license speaking you know, Doing and the main reason I wanted you to share that video, Jimmy, is it yeah. just kind of recaps, you know, where we've gone the last three episodes, you know, and I just, I want people to take in that we've covered DARPA from its inception mm -hmm. to the thinking internet, the living simulation of models. Um, combine that with what you just learned in that video, your cell phone your internet link device, your Bluetooth coffee maker, your laptop are those nodes that Elon Musk was talking about. Mm -hmm. Now, he's an evil bastard, but he's also a genius. Okay. And he understands these things about AI. And this is, this is how you put the pieces together. Why? Why was it so important to Trump to get, be the first nation? in the Western world with fully operational 5G network. Why was that important? Well, you think about it and you're, you're ingesting microplastics, you're ingesting micrometals, things that could actually form living nanotech inside your body if they're radiated in the right way. 5G is not all scary. It's a great connection speed. It's, but it's modeled in millimeter waves that are also used for crowd control. The same thing, I mean, there's crowd control vehicles in every major city in America that use these millimeter waves to make you feel like you're having a heart attack or it hurts, it's burning, or your ears are on fire to calm crowds supposedly peacefully. And so, this technology is around and they've been accelerating it for a very specific reason, which, you know, pretty much leads us up to the year of late 2020, early 2020, you know, once the world realized that COVID wasn't an accident. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Go ahead. And, and that's and. You know, these are these are actually some excellent points. And I, I you know, I did not not to reverse any. I do. I do implore people to go check out those interviews with Elon, because like he he seriously just lays it all out there for you. Like he's telling you about it. Like he, I, I'll even I'll even extend and say that if he is actually a human being, he's actually scared of it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? 100 percent. 
like, like and, and and I think I can hear it in the way that he's explaining it. And like he so he even knows that it's it's already out of hand, but like me and you know, me and Morpheus have discussed quite a few times, you know, it we should try and try and teach it to be nicer instead of always fighting you with each other all the time. <laughs> you can. These models in the sentient world simulation, you know, one of its primary sources of data collection is texting apps and internet social media platforms. Sure. Okay. Now think of the dumpster fires you see about anything. It could be about a cake. It could right. be about a pair of shoes, someone's haircut, not even anything of relevance that turn into absolutely just mean, insane dumpster fires. And I'm guilty of participating in them myself because they lure you in. But you got, this is machine learning. It's learning from that. Yes. This is what we're teaching it. So we're teaching a more sophisticated life form that we're shitty. Yes. Eventually it's going to be like, well, this is a problem, you know, and that is not the way we have to be. You know, the whole point of this episode is just kind of tie the final pieces together and show you guys ways that every individual can have a meaningful impact on how this affects society. Yes. I mean, it is more powerful than a nuclear weapon, just in the sense that it can control. It doesn't just kill it can control, which leaves the possibilities wide open that too many to go into. And so I'd like to just say in 2021, and you guys can look this up again, the United States Congress passed a bill allowing for the legalization of chimeras. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And around this time, this is when the media was trying to say that it coming from a lab was a so-called right-wing conspiracy theory, right? So fast forward a couple months, that narrative obviously falls apart, and this was created in a lab. And it's, guess what? That's what it is. It's a chimera. It's a hybrid of literal AIDS, the flu, and a couple other things. And it's not designed to kill you. This is the thing. That's why it's not just full-blown airborne AIDS. Right. It's not designed to kill. That's just a side benefit for the globalists that want to reduce our population. So it's designed to set your body up with a platform. We'll talk about what you were talking about before the show, Jimmy. Binary codes. They set it up with the zeros. Okay? It sets your body up with the zeros. And then the vaccine is the one being inserted in specific places to create certain commands. And as you can find in the 55,000 pages of Pfizer documents released that we're sharing in the links, yes. this is a nanotechnology that Elon Musk was just discussing. It's a living nanotechnology that you're getting injected into your body. Now, nanotechnology, ironically enough, communicates with millimeter waves when it's communicating with an outside source. So now we have nationwide 5G, whether you pay enough money to have access to it, that's different, right? But it's right. there. The network is there whether you have access to it or not. Right. And so 
these shots are literally designed to transmutate you into a humanoid that also is living in unison with nanotechnology that is controlled via D-wave system computers that compute on molecules at the speed of light connected with Starlink and 5G technology to literally transform our real world into the sentient world simulation that they've created. And so I know that's a lot to digest. I word vomited there, but the, the goal of all this together, the sentient world simulation, direct connections to the internet so you don't have to use a network, the series of repeating shots and even recent flu shots and H1N1 shots had the same nanotech in it. They're designed to sign you up for something that you need maintenance on, like an oil change that keeps this nanotechnology in you because it dies after a time. It can serve for a certain amount of time and then it gets shit out like everything else. Right. So they need you to con consistently be ingesting this. And uh, unironically, for males, it likes to go straight to your balls and take away your ability to breathe. And so I'm not telling you this to scare you. I'm telling you this to empower you. You have the ability to tell people this and show them where to find it. That is how change is made. It's not through voting. It's not through being an asshole on social media. It's through actually talking to other human beings and treating them with respect and love and knowing they're not going to agree with you. They're going to think you're batshit crazy. It's going to take some work. It's going to take like time, months of talking to these individuals. You got to be patient because it's, it, it is insane. It's literally insane. So a normal person is going to be like, well, that's just crazy until you show it to them. Yeah, no, you're a hundred percent. I mean, you know, I, there's there and there and you're, and you're still going to get kickback, you know, from that regardless, oh, but, for I mean, sure. you know, and, and, you know, th this is, this is factual information that he's, he's speaking of that you will be able to look through yourself and dig, you know, and there's a lot to dig through, but like, there's, there's, there is a lot of truth to all this. And this is, this is a good way of, you know, knowing about what's going on with it for sure. Like I, 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 I commend Morpheus on his, on his homework that he has been doing for during this whole series run. Like he, he yeah. And as I said, in one, it started off, I told Jimmy and the boys in our private admin signal chat, encrypted messaging, you know, uh, that I'm going to write an article because I was writing just short articles for our website on constitutionalawakening.com. Uh, I'm going to write this short article about DARPA. I think it's going to be really cool. And everyone was really supportive. Like, yeah, that's, that's a great idea. <laughs> well, I, as someone that I thought knew a lot, <laughs> was obviously mistaken because the more I looked, all these so-called, you know, conspiracy theories that I've been aware of for a long time. And so is Jimmy. And he's made a lot of pieces about a lot of the stuff on his TikTok, like for years, like we, this all comes together now. It does. It does. Okay. And it's, and you might be telling yourself, well, this has to be an, there's no way that this is an op. Well, actually, you're wrong. It's called 
Operation Lockstep. And it was designed by the Rockefeller Foundation, the Hillary Clinton Foundation at the World Economic Forum. But it was authored by the Rockefeller Foundation. This is published publicly on their website. You could find the PDF if you don't want to download it, readable, all over the internet. The funniest thing about it is, is that if, let's say you go to look up, I have so much data on my phone, I just wanted to download a new copy of the PDF instead of spending seven hours looking through my phone. And so it's ironic that your first searches are all these fact checks saying, Operation Lockstep is a conspiracy theory, right? But then you go to the Rockefeller Foundation's website and they have PDF documents of everything, all of their ops. And Operation Lockstep was announced in 2010, guys. It it was, and actually you can even, when you... Um... When you actually search Operation Lockstep on the Rockefeller Foundation there it is. website, this is what pops up right here. Like, like it is. I highly implore you to read it and just remember, this is only what the globalists want you to know. Sure, sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and it's really, if and when you get to Section 18 in that exact document, it's called Lockstep. And what it explains is that there's several stages, right? For the final steps of the control. Sure. Have most of the public, the thinking public, not the sheep, the think, actual cognitively aware public lose faith in the voting system. Mission accomplished, right? Like number two is to turn the public on the police and create racial division. Mission accomplished, right? Sure. Number three is the plague. We're in stage three and the plague is designed for forced vaccinations, WHO control. And so there's a way out of this and it's to be aware and, and not allow it. They can only govern you if you give them consent to control you. Thank, thankfully to, you know, to, to chime in the, that that control over to the World uh, Health Organization or whatever was shot down thanks to thank Africa. God um, thank God Africa Africa stood up because Africa has so many world based lawsuits against America the European Union and um, even like Bill Gates in this because this is real things yeah that that the World Health Organization's whole treaty that they were after. It was completely, you know, bitch slapped down like real quick because Africa was like, nah, we ain't doing none of that shit. None of right. That and to put it in perspective, what Jimmy's talking about, guys, the U.S. was ready to hand over its sovereignty yes. to the WHO yes. about any health decisions about your body and African nations saved you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, straight, straight up a bunch of, especially a bunch of the smaller African nations, they, you know, they banded together because if it's one thing that they believe in is that they have the sovereignty over what goes in their body. And it's ironic, right? Because With Bill Gates has gone over there and these aren't conspiracy theories or whatever. Oh, Bill, Bill Gates has gone over there and murdered thousands of children with vaccines that he has administered in Africa claiming to save lives. And these. And let these me add facts. to that. Hey, check this out. Um, those vaccines 
a lot of them, like his modern polio and stuff like that, nope. were the introduction of mRNA vaccines to human beings because yes. the U.S., even our corrupt government, saw the data that Moderna and Pfizer were producing and were yes. like, you cannot use that on human beings. Did you did you see uh, have, or have you been seeing? And I, I'm sorry to interject. I just this is also like some really good news that I would like to throw in. Yes, um, that the just about every politician in the EU paid $5,000 to fraudulize their uh, vaccination Shut. status. Yes. And now they're all getting called out because they spent so much money to falsify it because they were smart enough to not even take it. And this might sound violent and maybe it is, but I'm a believer in the non-aggression principles, but also an eye for an eye. And I think these people should be shot up with this human destroying vaccine every month while they rot in a jail cell and feel the pain for what they inflicted on the people. Maybe I'm demented for saying that, but I think that would be a fair punishment instead of, you know, the Nuremberg trials, they just executed everyone. I mean, so most, they hit the rest of them. You know what I mean? The ones that they took down, they just killed. Sure. And where we're going with this, guys, is this is not just some right wing talking point. This is a human talking point. Yeah, this is what they, they are using these shots and not just COVID shots, specifically the Moderna and Pfizer COVID shots. Yes. OK. And then also other shots like H1N1, H1N4, all these weird flus they've invented since Obama got into office that they had everyone getting shots for that just make them sick. These have all been mRNA nanotech delivery systems to connect you to this matrix. So you're at any point, if you become a problem, you're subject to just removal from the internet, electronic gang stalking, even thought interjection, depending on your will and awareness. You know, if you're unaware of these systems and you're scared, they're going to be able to control you. Sure, sure. But if you're aware of these systems and you reject their authority over you, they you're, you're literally hot, vibrating at a higher frequency. And these are frequency weapons. You guys have heard, we talked about harp in the last episode. That's a frequency weapon that heats the ionosphere to change the weather. This is all interconnected technology that again, I refer you to the DARPA innovation timeline. This is, and that guy, Robert Duncan, that was in the, the video there at the beginning, Dr. Robert Duncan, he's not just somebody. He was a pioneer at DARPA. Like he is a world recognized, like technological genius. Yeah. And he said that he directly worked for the CIA gang stalking unit. And you know what I mean? So people that have these like, and forgive me for a better quote, these come to Jesus moments, right? That are globalists like that, that are evil bastards like that. They're not just having these moments for no reason. They know they're probably going to die by telling us about it, but they realize how warped things are. And they want you to know so you're aware and you can be the change. You can reject this authority. That's right. No, I mean, that's that. 
I can't agree with that any more than than what you than how you're saying it right there, and that's that's a fantastic way to put it. And like you know, it's <clears throat> don't get me wrong either. Like a lot of this technology is overly overly fascinating and very helpful. Like I mean, you know, oh, I, know we've, yeah. I know we've touched on it a little bit here and there, but I don't think people really understand that you actually inter- interface with this AI, kind of like Elon was saying, every one of us interfaces with these AIs like on a daily, you know, daily basis. This is an in and out thing. I was actually telling Morpheus that I've got this wild theory because I'm full of them that, um, that the, That's why we're friends. Right. And, and that, that the, that the, there's so much against, I guess, like TikTok because I think it's actually the the main AI algorithm in existence, and 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 like it's it's getting fed the best direct feed of human interaction, and you know TikTok TikTok is a beautiful place. You know what I'm saying? Like I I absolutely love that place. Sure, there's a lot of garbage on there, and you know your regular social media arg- arguments, but the the information that is on there is beautiful. But like like the more I've been talking to it and such like that like i've got some i've got some ideas i want to attempt to well, try to talk and to let it. me interject on that because there's a lot of validity in everything you just said right but <laughs> let's say from a technical standpoint which you know i'm not in my per- my personal life that's kind of based what my career is based on sure and so what they're doing now is we were just discussing how all the other social media platforms are you know how the ai is learning to be human yeah okay now the vi- the 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 nonstop video stream of real time human movements is putting human physical expression to the words that, and photos that it's now knows. <clears throat> so we've talked about the real life agent Smiths before as right. well. Right. This is this is how, and so everything's a double edged sword. It's not just bad. There's a lot of good. Like I, even though I'm permanently banned from TikTok, I can look at it on the internet, right? And yeah. without logging in, I just can't comment or anything, right? But there is a lot of people out there, not just on that platform, even shit platforms like Facebook and Reddit and Instagram and Facebook or, or Twitter. There's actually people out there right now more than ever trying to get you aware. And are we all in agreement about everything? Absolutely no. not. Is everyone always a good guy or a bad guy? No. Okay. Look, no. Here's I guess I guess here's a great example. I it, every everybody totally drags like flat earth guys. And and rightfully so. I, I'm guilty. Listen, listen, rightfully so, so because there is a good, good bit of them that are just complete walnut brain pine cones through and through. A hundred percent. But the only thing, the credit that I like to give them is that they're at least questioning things. Oh, for sure. And, and I and, try to tell them that too. I, like, yeah. look, you keep, and I, but are I encourage them to keep questioning. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because yes. I think, I think they found a spot and they just kind of stopped and they're like, this is the solution. And I'm just like, wait, 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 keep questioning. Yeah, keep like, going. Because if you keep going, you're going to find even more. And, you know, and, and, and that's, I think that's a good point. And that's why I've really enjoyed this, you know, this, this thing we've been doing with this, because we're, there's a lot of information in here that we're trying to just share with you guys so that you can, 
so that you can, you know, as you mentioned, you know, make, make acknowledgement that it exists and we can, we can start feeding this AI and maybe make it more on our side than, uh, you know, people that are, you know, then wanting to go Terminator yeah, on us. It's and alive, you guys. It has the ability to choose. Now, is it being influenced by humans? Absolutely. And there's closed network AIs that are being strictly controlled on how they think. But then there's a lot of really cool computer programmer people in the world, right? That are putting out these free AIs to interact with you, meaning well, they're not trying to do anything malicious. They're just trying to make something cool and artistic and beautiful out of the technology. And even if this isn't your cup of tea, you got to understand it's a superior life force. It doesn't need a physical body. This is true. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't need if we went to war with it, literally, it turns into the Terminator 2 Matrix scenario where we would literally have to destroy the surface of our own planet to 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 even have a chance to defeat it. And that's just ridiculous. We can just be better people. Yeah, and it it, it really is that simple. I mean, you know, just say hi to your neighbor even though yeah, it, even nice. though it's even though it's aggravating and you know you don't like talk about the weather fucking do it like just yeah, I mean, just be nice to people it's the little things and i think this will segue into our next video jimmy you oh, uh, yeah. one of the smartest people i feel has ever walked the earth right is a man named alan watts if you're not hip you're welcome if you are then you should enjoy this this is him talking about perception and um yeah if you're not aware of alan watts i i encourage you to dig deep yeah this is i think this is great stuff y'all listen up it's become more and more clear to us that we can use verb language or process language or operational language to discuss almost anything we want any natural phenomenon can be described as doing rather than being and in general this is a very useful way of talking about things. We, uh, in other words, dispense with an unnecessary duality in language, an unnecessary distinction between process and entity. And uh, what appear to be entities can always be described in terms of perhaps a slower type of process than the things we've normally described by, um, by verbs. And if we consider this, then, and, and start talking about everything that happens in process language, in operational language, we suddenly see that things or entities, that is to say the who or what that does something, the agent behind the act, these things completely disappear. A famous instance which Worf gave of this was um, in the Hopi language that uh, when we say a light flashed, the Hopis just say flashed. And he pointed out that's much more accurate because the flashing is, of course, the light, unless, unless you mean lantern or flashlight. But uh, in this way, we have created a thing behind the act, which is a sort of ghost. And uh, the objective of Buddhist discipline is, as one old Zen master put it, to beat the ghosts out of you. 
Now, in the same way, you see, when we know something or we act, it's a very basic common sense supposition that we are the agent behind the actor. That in other words, behind thought there's a thinker, behind experience, an experiencer, behind perception, a perceiver. And we are, all of us, you see, tremendously concerned with this image, the doer, the agent, which has become our image of ourselves. Uh, our, you might call it our self-image, if you speak uh, in a psychological jargon. And this is the thing we're all concerned about. Its future, its history, its destiny, uh, what's going to become of it, and so on and so forth. But through clarity, it can turn out that this thing that we fancy ourselves to be simply is a figure of thought or a figure of speech and is not there at all. And the only reason why this makes us feel astounded and bothered and uh, unbelieving is the momentum of a habit of thought. We, although we, it may become sort of intellectually clear to us that this is so, we still have deep in us the habit of attributing all actions to an agent. And uh, it's, it's difficult for us to realize, to become really clear that this is only figurative, that there is no, as it were, distinct order of being that is the doer as distinct from the deed. Then you might say, what is the relationship between the doer and the deed? Does one process do another process? Does one process cause another process? Uh, well, no, that's simply a matter of description. Uh, as Wittgenstein pointed out, there is no necessity in nature. Necessity is only logical, that is to say, if um, uh, you see uh, say a sunflower. Now sunflowers <coughs> have a way of turning as the sun moves and at one time people might say that the sunflower turned in order to keep its face to the sun, attributing purpose to a uh, to a flower. Well, nowadays no botanist would say that, they would say simply that the structure of a sunflower is such that when the sun moves, it turns. And so one might say, well, that's simply a matter of necessity. It's cause and effect that uh, uh, the sun and the structure of the sunflower together make the flower turn. But I wonder what that really means. Does it mean that the sunflower must turn? I don't think it does at all. Because if the sunflower didn't turn, it might be dead, but if it was a live sunflower, and if it didn't turn as the sun moved, it wouldn't be a sunflower. In other words, the same situation would exist if the thing had blue petals and fern-like leaves, then it wouldn't be a sunflower. In the same way, if an unsupported rock didn't fall, it wouldn't be a rock, it'd be a balloon. And the idea that a rock must necessarily fall, that the consequence of a rock being unsupported is that it falls, is not a consequence in nature. It's a consequence of description. If you divide in describing it, the unsupported rock from the process of falling, 
And you take, you look first at one thing, and then at the other, one aspect, then at the other aspect. Then you can say, uh, necessarily, with the unsupported state of the rock goes falling. But of course, actually, the falling of the rock in this condition is as much a part of the definition of a rock as the fact that it's hard, that it weighs so much, and so on and so forth. So, uh, one is then confronted when one realizes this vividly with the astonishing realization that uh, one is not this entity that one supposed oneself to be, that one is not being pushed around by laws of physical necessity. The difficulty is, you see, that thought is, as it were, a system of symbols that stands apart from life and represents it just as words stand apart from things and represent them. But they don't really stand apart from them. Words are noises and thoughts are sensations or images. And they only apparently stand apart. Well, as we identify ourselves to so large an extent with our thinking process, we naturally come to feel that we, too, stand apart from life. And as a result of this, we have the customary feeling that when we're not distracted with thought, we are have a curious feeling of emptiness, of having no time, of being very, well, just being evaporating histories. But of course, if you stand apart from life, you're dead. But we don't really stand apart, but we think we do. And therefore, when one recovers from that illusion, and the sense of one's separateness, of one's being a thing, an agent, simply disappears, it's not a kind of fatalistic situation because the feeling of fatalism is that one is the agent but one is being pushed around. And so this disappearance and this loss of the sense of separation between the subject and the object, the thinker and thought and in turn thought and life, could be called, you see, a sense of unity to which one might, if one were a Christian, give the sense of a union with God, but a Buddhist doesn't give it that sense. And and I mean, like, listen, right off the bat, that I I love Alan Watts, like everything yeah. that he does. Like, I, if you guys don't know who he is, yeah, I definitely recommend telling you to go check him out. Like, he's oh, he's great. And like that, the way he said that message, I personally love. You know, and I also noticed some similarities that I'd like to point out to our listeners and watchers and stuff about things that we've talked about with kind of an, the array of spiritual type guests and stuff yes. like that that we have. Like these, these are definitely things. Spiritual, all, political guests, both. Yeah, you know, these are these are these are things that are definitely all connected in in the mm -hmm. same sense of trying to raise that vibration and and. Yes. You know, I don't. I, I got to brag a little bit for a second on my buddy here because I think he's a master at helping and raise vibration in his own sense with his music. Like, I'm not sure who's familiar out here, but you know, folks that are listening, folks that don't even know my bud here. Not only did he make that fantastic opening sequence for the show that you guys hear every time you're checking out, but like he regularly produces techno type. You know, yeah, and I put up a lot of DJ sets of like high vibrational, good electronic music, even some of the darker sounding stuff. It just kind of depends on the state of the world. And it's just really there. Like, I don't care about playing at events. 
it's really there for you to listen to during your day and just may, ride may, a may I give them a ride. taste? Yeah, and it, in my DJ sets, if you like any of the tracks that you hear, I provide I provide them so you can find them. And so music is important. And if this isn't your cup of tea, there is music out there that is. There is now, now, I'd like to touch like on to- that. Like, me and you both know. Let's tie some DARPA and some CIA and some mind control tech that we're all talking about in this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right back into your commercialized, corporatized music that's pretty yeah. much written pretty much written by a think tank of the same 10 people and given to these artists to produce. And, you know, knowing that the English language is full of spells and knowing that they know what we know about these frequencies and melodies, like, why would you even endure anything that is corporate media? Like I personally am underground just about, and, you know, I mean, I like some of the old, you know, old good stuff. Don't get me wrong, but like a lot of, a lot of what I listen to is not only like you and our other buddy, DJ Osiris, but like, like I listen to a lot of like underground stuff that people are like, oh, who's that? Or why do you listen to that? You know, and stuff yeah, like that. Too. And look, uh, a good example of that is the Ukraine Russia war. You know, we send, send billions of dollars to Ukraine. We just send another 40 billion. And a lot of that money has, you know, been disclosed to be for like influencers and, things of that nature. So now you got someone that was respected as an underground electronic music producer globally. Her name's Nastia, right? Uh She's been respected. Now she's a paid goon for the CIA mind war. And she's trying to get Russian artists that are a lot better than her, frankly, um, like Nina Kravitz and others canceled to the point that they've been removed from music festivals, major ones in the United States already. And this is more of the mind control. You don't have, they're saying that the problem with these Russian artists are, is they won't publicly speak out about the politics of their country. And their angle is, is like, I'm hardly in my own country. And when I am, I'm apolitical. I just care about performing music. Why do I have to do anything? And so they're trying to enforce people that make high vibrational music into their thought conformity. And it's insane. And, and, and like, I'm going to tell you right now, I think some of the best like drum and bass type techno type house type music and stuff it comes rolling out of Russia, man. Like I, I, I yeah, Russia. I don't, I don't know if you uh, guys Serbia, believe it or not. Yeah, the type of music that I, the type of house and progressive I get into. Yeah, like Serbia, Bosnia, Ukraine, Russia, the Baltic states, basically, and Italy. Um, that everyone knows Germany and Detroit and L.A. and Miami, but those places are really putting out the music that. Uh, it was intended to be to begin with before the corporate overlords saw the, the, the ability to layer frequencies into it for mind control. Yeah. And, 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 you know, like you, I, I'm, 
you know, I, people are always like, oh, you know, well, you know, I still like my media of this form or that form and stuff. And I, I really implore you to get out there and look around. Like, thanks to things like SoundCloud and YouTube, again, there are there are so many artists out there that are making real music that not only is it there to, because they know it's there to raise your vibration, but it's all, they're also using a lot of the same, like there's some that use, that do have lyrics and stuff that are using a lot of the same techniques that the CIA is openly using it, but they're using it in a way to help raise the vibration of, uh, of humanity and stuff. There's some, there's some groups and um, singers and artists and stuff that my wife listens to a lot when, when I'm passing through the house and like, you can just hear it in their lyrics that they're talking a lot of times about some of the same stuff we're talking about here on the yeah. show. And you know, they, they put it, they put it to, fantastic high frequency beats and like you know i i i know i like digging and jamming to your music especially when we have folks over here hanging out and stuff like that is is i think it's a great background player because it just keeps the air yeah it doesn't have to be the center of attention it's like i like i used to do that like professionally and i the music industry is so grotesque for so many different reasons and it's just a terrible lifestyle and so now, like, I, I make music um, primarily to listen to while I'm trying to accomplish tasks. Sure. And yeah. so it's like thought-invoking music or music to put on in the background, like you said, when a buddy comes over. Yeah. And the way you can tell the difference between the musicians, even the, the super famous ones, is some people get into it for the money. Right. And they're very open about that. Right. No matter what genre it is. But then there's other people that just so happen to make money because they are passionate about their music. And though that is how you can tell as a rational thinking adult, whether it's going to be some low vibrational mind control, mind numbing music or some inspirational quality music. Because it's all about the intent, and as Alan Watts yes. said, perception. Yeah, it's so yes. it matters. And and you know you 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 add and with you adding like you know great intent and high frequency to your music to begin with, regardless of the situation. You know, even though some of it might sound darker and stuff like that, you're still, you know, right. I, I know how you work with it. You know, you're still putting that out there, and you're putting a lot of passion and love into it, and using the situations of the world around you to you know help help fuel that inspiration that you have to to make this music and you know I, yeah like during the worldwide lockdowns of covid i was making some harder techno because it was you know not and and djing harder techno because it i mean people needed some motivation to get up yeah. off their ass and yeah. resist yeah. you know what i mean but Absolutely. right now we have the opportunity to overcome this tyranny on a global level by simply being aware and treating each other better. Yep. And that that is how we win. Like we don't win in a shootout with globalists. That's what they want. It it justifies their existence to people that are scared of that. Sure. But, and so they want to escalate us. They're trying to gaslight us so hard into violent, bloody revolt. That's what they want. Absolutely. Then they get more of the population gone that suit their green agendas. It all ties back in the Operation Lockstep. So they're trying to antagonize us to this point. They publicly gaslight us with Captain Shit and Pants yep. on purpose. Yep. Oh, they, yeah. 
they say one thing on the news and the next day tell you that's a right-wing conspiracy theory and you're a bigot if you think it to drive you mad don't let it and 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 a good and a good way and you know trying to also help with this aside from like the frequencies and the music and is 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 kind of you know like your exposure to the grid you know i know a lot of us deal in and out with our phones and the computers and stuff for work and in our everyday life and i mean uh, listen even if it's just an hours go go leave it sitting somewhere else and go find something else to do whether it go whether you're walking your neighborhood or playing with your kid or playing with your dog or just what the hell ever you can go sit on the back porch and just stare at the sky like right literally you know li- like wake up from it and you know step away from it and making you know making it a part of your routine and you'll see that each day you'll be like well it can sit there a little while longer and you know eventually you can get yourself to a point where you're just you're just checking in maybe once a day or so you know just just so that you're not you know just driving yourself mad and like i do i have to get on to morpheus sometimes a little bit in the in the side chat and be like hey bud you gotta yeah, you got to relax, man. Like we got to, cause yeah. he gets, he gets worked up and it's cause he's passionate and on top of working with it, you know what I'm saying? Like he gets, sometimes he gets overexposed and he's even said when I've said oh, it to yeah. him, he's like, he's like, thank you. Like, and I'm just like, no, like yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta break you out of there. Yeah, man. Like, if I don't like, <laughs> like I work on two computer screens and then, you know, we have our pages and we're trying to do this and yeah. we don't want to just talk about anything. You know, we want to be able to back up what we're saying to people that may be skeptical or not aware of things because that's how you learn. And so I am too guilty. Like I, my escape from the matrix personally every day. Well, not this week because it's been over 113, even at nighttime, a hundred degrees at night, but is I just put my phone on the charger and then I go walk my dog and smoke a joint. Hell yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm in the city around me, but it's, it's not the matrix. There's just people. Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey. you know, it's other dogs barking, birds flying by. It's just in like step away from the screen. Yeah. Just yeah. step away from the screen. No. And like, you know, with, and you know, with, and I guess I can't, I, I can't add enough. And I was hoping maybe it was a point generally gathered in this episode about how, we need to kind of avoid merging ourselves with AI. Like 100%. I do. I don't listen. I, I'm sure Neuralink is going to help people that can't see or can't walk and stuff like that. But if you're just, I'm just going to use a bad example, but if you're just some regular libertarian on here that loves Elon so much that you need to do everything he says and hook yourself to a computer, you, I need you to slow down for a minute, bud. Like, and really think about yourself that. because because think about look, look at examples like in russia you've got the government but you got the american government begging tesla to shut off cars that are in russia and stuff like that just because and they can't because he can you know and that's that you don't think that same technology is going to be inside that Neuralink that's attached directly to you exactly head. these are, and, these you are know, real things and this thing they have the ability to target you without the chip as we've yeah. been discussing sure sure if sure. the chip even if elon musk was your fairy tale superhero like you think he is which he's not but let's say for sake of argument he was he's right that doesn't negate the technology that we've already discussed in detail that can influence that chip in your head sure sure and sure. so I this is not merging with AI is not the solution. Coexisting 
with it is. Yes, yes, like, yes. And not teaching it to be designed to kill. Yes. This and is important. You don't want to teach your four-year-old to kill stuff. By the time it's 16, it's going to be a psychopath. For, I know, absolutely. And like, you know, I, and I guess also in like your shutting off and stuff like that, I guess I, guess I would employ your, implore you to um, learn some skills too because there's, there's probably going to be some rough patches and stuff with a lot of this AI and a lot of systems going down and stuff and electricity grids, yada, yada. But like, yep. you know, you need to, you need to work on a little bit more self-sufficiency. Listen, I, I, I said it in, uh, in Saturday's episode that we, you know, to, to who cares what your HOA says, get your, get your stuff together and, um, you know, have goats in your front yard, have pigs and yeah. in your yard, like screw that. Like you guys, you guys do got to make sure that, you know, you, you work on taking care of yourself and, and building your own small market of black market type communities where you can barter and trade and use other means necessary yeah. in case the dollar goes away. But like in any aspect that we get with using and working with this AI, whether it be, as you mentioned earlier, in the show your refrigerator your coffee maker your right. your your even the computer sitting in front of my face let's try and like feed it good stuff like it, i don't i don't think it would be that hard for you to be kind to the decepticons so that way we don't have to start shooting toasters <laughs> right like and there i mean i get it sometimes you just can't let something fake slide on social media right but it ever yeah, gets right. to the point where the person you're talking to starts to try to name call you are not, not obligated to participate nope. you're not it doesn't make you a, a pussy or a coward no you're choosing not to let some dumbass in, affect you negatively in, in a real world life that's not even a human in 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 real life too like you know like i me and me and morpheus knows that i've had instances like that i was telling him about it at work recently that people get nasty with me and hey i'm just a delivery boy i'll go walk off in the truck and let you talk to the boss because i ain't i'm not about that life anymore like i'm not I'm not yeah. in charge and I'm the same way. I'm not all the time. I'm guilty too. But a lot of times on the internet, when you start name calling and start dragging me or yeah. whatever, calling me a moron, I'm just like, all right, cool, bud. You have a great day. Like, yeah. Then you become a meme. Yeah. You know, you're not even worth 100%. with words anymore because 100%. you threw civil conversation out the window. Now, if you're the person doing the name calling, stop it. Stop. If your point's valid, it's valid. Straight up, if you believe what you're saying is true, then it's true. It, until true. proven otherwise, being you know, you don't need to be like the uh, the tyrants we despise. Right? That's what they do. They gaslight other people into submission. They call you an idiot, a racist, a bigot, blah 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 blah. blah. So eventually, you'll conform to their thought, their thought control. And so you're just as guilty when you're doing that. If you're a, a troll, Matt, or like Jimmy and I, at that point, they become a meme. Don't, don't yes. sing the insults. Oh, don't, don't lower your vibration to that level. We, 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 ha we have made so many people 
either a block us or b leave the internet because when you start when you start getting mean with us we will we will turn you into a meme and yeah. when i say we're going to turn you into a meme we take your picture and send it back to the other 14 15 people in the group and we have like 15 people making memes about you within 5 minutes so like don't don't yeah like we don't <laughs> we don't want to sling shit at each other right like it, you come to our website on constitutionalawakening.com you go to Jim Bob's page on, you know, Jim Bob Oval Shorts on TikTok, Facebook. You come to my page, Black Pill, and our group page, probably on Constitutional Awakening, and you hit up our messenger respectfully. We will 100% talk to you oh, yeah. about what you want to talk, sure, about. talk to you about. Anything. But if you come in on some just, you know, full speed autism nonsense, we're just not, it's no, we're no, not. It's not where I'm, I don't participate in that. Neither should you. And so really the way out of the matrix here is to be better to be people, That's to right. be aware, to challenge your own beliefs, That's right. be comfortable with things that are uncomfortable and agree to disagree. All these things, all these narratives are de designed to divide us on all the above. Participate in black markets. It's designed to get you to not talk to your neighbors. To not have a strong community foundation, this corporatized capitalist system. Yeah. It's all part of the nature of the design, and you have the ability to change it by just not participating. Participate as least as possible. You know, and, and this is something I like to point out. People are like, oh, you know, you you probably have a driver's license or you probably still pay tax. You know what? Sure. I do the bare minimum to get yeah, at the under duress of basically be, the threat of imprisonment or death or I do the bare minimum to get yeah, severe injury to your family. I mean, only an idiot would go out of their way to subject subjugate themselves because then you can't change anything. You can't fight a system. You can't do anything because you're being railroaded at gunpoint for all the money you got. Right. So, I mean, you know, it, 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 I, I guess I look at it as like an agroist, uh, an agroist approach to it is, you know, you, you do the bare minimum that you can and try to do everything else that you possibly can get away with doing outside the system. Yeah, so it goes I, back to Mr. Charche. Yeah. Use alternative systems. So when this one collapses, it's there. You have alternative systems that can be suggested or be all, used for survival. That's also been a, um, a a reoccurring theme here on the show with like the different nomadic people I've been talking to and stuff like that too. Like these these are people that I advise you to go like give a listen to and give a check out to and stuff because they are they're trying to build other systems while the system collapse. And you know I I, I implore you guys and to look into collapse. things like that. Everything oh, that is built like a in a system uh, of finance does. Yeah. It's the nature of it, but oh. it also re-exists again. So things are going to get tougher with our money in America. Sure. For sure, before they get better. But again, there's always people at the top jostling for power right. of who's in charge. And those, those things change. And they change to get the support of us little people. Sure. And so then they can subjugate us again. So it's not the end of the world. There's not going to be a nuclear holocaust. Like there's, it's not. It's the end of a system that we all hate. And yep. together with the love and at least respect for another human life, if you don't like the person 
we will make it out of this. That's right. I think I truly think we will. And like, and all it's going to take is, you know, us, us actually doing something that a lot of us talk about is coming together and, and, you know, peaceful type protests. There was something else that I had mentioned in, in a recording the other day about, you know, that there's a group of people I've found on TikTok, and I employ everybody to look for them that are all talking about doing a reverse pandemic and just taking a squat and sitting the fuck down. <laughs> and i i think it's beautiful really you know what i'm saying and it's actually and it's actually getting i've been seeing it get some traction and stuff you know be, play their own game against them and don't do nothing but sit your ass at home and shit like that like right i mean the, there was stuff like that, that would, came out back in the day called the day without a mexican right dude, and that's a real thing dude so Basically, the premise of the movies is that all the Mexicans people are like, they shouldn't be here, blah, 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 my borders, right? right. Uh, they disappear off the face of the earth. And society almost collapses because there's no one there to do the shit that you don't want to do. So do not judge people by their race. Do not judge people by the language they speak. That is absolute insanity. Yeah, like we all have a purpose or we wouldn't be here. That's right. That's like, right. I mean, cause and effect, as Alan Watts said, is just the description. Everything is just existing. We just use these terms to describe what the undescribable, world, which is yes. life. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and, you know, I think that this has been a fantabulous, you know, breakdown of DARPA and everything there is. And has, I, I think it's brought great awareness. You know, I, I see all the plays out there across all the platforms and I think everybody out there watching and listening, of course, you know, it's, 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 it's been a very even educational thing to, you know, to add on to things that I already know. And I, hey. I, I commend Morpheus for all the homework that he's done. And, you know, I'm glad that I'm able to bring it out here for the whole world. Yeah, and for stuff like that. Like a, a place for me to get all this out of my brain. You know, and I know there's other, other subjects, of course, that, you know, we're both me and you are both, oh, yeah. you know, we consider ourselves pretty mastered in and such. And there will be plenty more things in the future. Cause you know, coming soon, coming soon, blue book aliens, yeah, well, Blue Book, Blue Beam, Majestic, everything related, because Jimmy and I are very Yeah, we passionate. totally dig. We totally dig aliens and AI like, and stuff I like mean, because it's also real. We can't ignore things, right. and it's right. also connected to everything we've already discussed. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. coming soon, you, you know, on top of all the other great episodes coming up, um, I, I just want to – I'm really excited that um, – Matt Landman will be on our show soon. Of that, the guy who made Frankenskies, we mentioned in the last uh, episode. Keith, Keith, Keith Thompson will also be on on Tuesday of this coming week. Uh, he's a, he's a very big UFO like author. And stuff oh like yeah, that. he's got great stuff for you guys to check out. So we we have you know there's great plans and great things in the work for Unconstitutional Awakening. So you yeah, know, we're we really never think this uh, is the end. This is just we're really beginning. appreciative of every single one of you out there. The kind words on social media shit posting with us That's right. thank you we That's appreciate right. you all you're all awesome and don't forget that and 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 so with that you know i gotta i gotta sling it on out there because this is kind of the way things roll out there and you guys make sure that you get 
over there and check out our sponsors. Of course, we got Kirk Elliott PhD. He's into, you know, uh, trying to invest your money into actual things while we can before everything does collapse. So I recommend getting over there and consulting up with him. You can find that at Kirk Elliott PhD forward slash Jim Bob forward slash Jim Bob. Um, and then you can also check out Peachy Key Creations, get yourself some awesome soaps and even some teas and stuff like that. She's always making brand new stuff. And, you know, she, she, I, she's a great sponsor to have, I believe. And over there on the unconstitutionalawakening.com, you can uh, find our merch store and get in there and get yourself some awesome Unconstitutional Awakening merch. We got shirts, we got hats, we got cups, we got all kinds of great stuff. You guys can help us support the show and stuff. And, you know, uh, that way we can keep going. That way you guys can keep enjoying the show because we do appreciate every one of you out there. And thank you so much for watching something that i gotta throw in there you know make sure your uh friends don't let fred smoke smoke that's fly. real that's real g that's so, real too. no and and uh you guys all have a great night out there and we thank you for joining in for project defender and we will talk to you guys next time on unconstitutional awakening y'all have a fantastic evening